tokens piling high Make sure to read both of the fighter card sides The vamps are alive They're on the hunt They're after you The toothy embrace They're out on the chase Welcome to another episode of the Battle for Salvation Warhammer Underworlds podcast. I am Max Bernstein. I am Randall Slate. And today, get more excited because we have on the program Gerard the Professor Padro to help us Hi out. Hi, guys. How are things? Hey, man. Thanks for coming back. Um, you know, it, it's really great to have uh, to have you on because, you know, you're such a you know, such a mainstay in the uh, in the global 
you know, meta for us, but I mean, you actually live in our area most of the time. Yeah. We're and local so, uh, yeah, so we're actually local to each other, which is, which is weird. And, uh, and so we're glad to have you on. And the other thing is that, uh, we're doing, uh, we're doing vampires today and, uh, and you and I have been playing these vampires, uh, for the last little bit. And, yeah. uh, and we're like, Hey, we gotta get, we gotta get Gerard back on here. Absolutely. Um, so how's it going, man? How you been? It's good. It's good. It's, uh, yeah. just happy to see the end of, um, of this very strange period. All good. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. All right, um, tournaments real quick. Still just LVO. Um, I haven't seen a Vassal Clash, or I haven't seen. Uh, we did. I did play in the Straight Out of Shadespire Vanguard tournament, which I'll be talking about at length, um, because uh, I because I I brought the vampires to that. Did did pretty good. If I didn't, if if I had just taken your advice on a particular card, I probably would have done better. Um, if anybody wants to see those games. Three of my uh, of my uh, games from that tournament are actually on the Can You Roll a Crit Twitch channel, um, and if you go onto our Facebook page, I put up a, a link to that. It should be up, I think, for two weeks following the event. So it came out last what last Saturday we did it. So it should be up for at least another week. Uh, but if you want to if you want to watch those games and see the really smart things I did and also all the really dumb things I did. Uh you can go and watch those. And uh and have uh have uh John Reese and some one of the Robs comment on uh on how well I or poorly I was playing. Uh yeah, so there you go. All right. So Gerard, uh we've already done the biography with you, so we're gonna skip that. But uh let's just start talking about this warband. Let's talk about the Crimson Court. Excellent. All right. So highly anticipated all, war band that everyone loves. Apparently, and everyone, tried to, and everyone bought, even if they don't play Warhammer Underworlds. Well, yeah. I mean, the miniatures are stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the it's you know game. This was Games Workshop's debut on their new series of vampire un, slash undead miniatures. So the, the, this is came out before. Before the rest the of the range came out and they're just very unique and it's a cool direction they're taking uh undead and vampires in i think but i would hazard i don't know what you guys think but i actually like this set of minis actually substantially more than the ones than the aos line for some reason even though i, I think that the sculpture is the same guy but these guys look much better for instance that their character vampires the in my opinion i mean i guess to each their own but yeah, they have a lot of character. They have like a unique kind of Tim Burton style. Yes. That a lot of people are drawn to. And I can see people using these. I bet you these will be used more as like D&D &D models than they will in Underworlds, probably. I mean, it is nice also that aesthetically you have basically four different aspects of the vampire, you know, iconography. You have basically Dracula. Right? Yeah. And then you have this Gorath is basically kind of an Osferatu, kind yep. of, you know. Mm. And, and then they have a gargoyle. An, exactly, and I is basically a gargoyle, and Velos is the, typical, the you know, like yeah. like a Lilith, a Lilith kind of, you know, female vampire kind of character. So they really, you know, yeah, they have a lot, a lot of character. Exactly. I, I just think they look cool. 
I like that thing that Velis does with her, like, the sword goes, like, through her hair, but her hair is not, she's not, like, putting it through her hair, it's just that her hair, it's, like, windy, mm-hmm. and it's, yeah. like, it's, like, kind of, like, draped on her sword, but it looks really cool. It tells they the just story. They really badass. Exactly, it tells the story. I agree with you. Yeah. All right, so let's, let's talk about these guys. Um... So I, I made a joke a long time ago about how the uh, the fighter cards are kind of like reading a Dostoevsky novel, and um, I'm sticking with that because this is just a wall of text to get through. Um, but let's discuss. All right. Um, so let's start with uh, the leader, uh, Prince Duval, who I've been calling Robert Duval. Um, he is a level one wizard. Nice. Um, they're all hunters, by the way, every single one of them. Um, Prince Duval starts with a, uh, a range one, three smash, which is really accurate, uh, two damage attack and with a, uh, four, one, four bottom slash line. Um, by the way, I believe they all have a four, one, four bottom slash line. Uh, they do. The only difference is that, uh, Anus, the bat boy has, uh, is on dodges rather than shields. I will be calling him that the entire time. All right. Now. Lots of stuff going on here. Okay, so first of all, they're very unique because they have this kind of like standard condition. Like you, they put them on the on the field, they look a certain way. You could inspire them, but then they also have this like door number three called bloodthirsting, uh, which says uh, if this fighter has three or more hunger counters, he has bloodthirst and cannot be on guard. Okay, so I'm already confused. So first of all, here's where all those hunger cards that we've been talking about are going to kind of come into play because these guys are all about uh, either gaining hunger counters or losing hunger counters. So a lot of them are right here. The inspiration mechanic, though, is that they don't have hunger counters at the end of an action phase. So if you're going to start picking up hunger counters, they're going to become bloodthirsted eventually. Or if you start taking hunger counters off of them, they're gonna start to they're gonna they're gonna become inspired. All right. Um, so craziness already. Um, so they have like an inspired, and they have a reverse inspire. Right, yeah, it's like and then a, they also have like an original. Yeah. yeah, which is which is incredibly unique. I mean, we haven't seen anything like this. Right, I don't right. Think. All right. So, well, let, let's talk about the. You want to talk about the bloodthirsted stuff first? Maybe we well, talk look, the let's talk about the, the yeah the mechanics, the curse and the hunger. Okay, so uh, the curse at the start of this round give this fighter a, a hunger counter, and I believe that they all say the same thing. Yep, they do. So, um, so they all pick up a hunger counter at the beginning of the round, including the first round. So they start with hunger counter. Right. Then it would be too and easy then- to inspire them if they didn't have. Yes. They didn't start right, because they would then they yeah. would start and yeah, you could just not pick one up and they would be inspired after the first round. Yeah. Then they all also have um, another mechanic called the hunger, which is a reaction. After the spider's attack action, which takes an adjacent enemy out of uh, an adjacent enemy fighter out of action, remove one or more hunger counters from this fighter. So you could kill something adjacent to you, which by the way. I mean, they all have range one except for Gorath. His also says adjacent. Okay. I mean, you so can you kind of attack an adjacent one, yeah. Basically, he still can't, right. I mean, he can still do that, even though he's got a range two. All right, so as long as you're standing next to it, because I assume you have to, like, 
eat its face or something feed, like feed, that. You is, have to is, bite their neck when you after you medic, yeah, yeah, thematically you have to, you have to bite them. Doesn't work okay. otherwise. Yeah. Right. And so so you can either not do that and 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 get bloodthirsted, or you can do that, lose all your hunger counters, have your hunger satiated, and then become inspired. Yeah, so basically, if you don't play with cards, these guys will, and you don't do anything, basically, they will all become bloodthirsty in the third phase, right? Because they get one hunger counter every phase. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, in the and third phase. And if you attack and kill somebody, then you can, you know, drink their blood, do the hunger, and then drop all hunger tokens. Right. And then at the end of that phase, you will be inspired. That's basically okay. what can happen. All right. So let's talk about what happens to Prince Duval if he gets bloodthirsted or if he gets inspired. So we'll start with bloodthirsted. Um, his his possessed blade um, loses a die but adds a damage. So so instead of being a one three two on smashes, he would be a one two three on smashes. So he gets a little bit more punchy, yeah, um, but a little less accurate. Besides that, nothing else happens to him. Now, if you decide to lose all the hunger counters and inspire him, he becomes inspired. He will stay at one, three, two, but he will gain cleave and will also gain a defense die. All right. Now we're on the back of the card now. And that's There's very more. thematic. That that's very thematic because, you know, typically in, in lore the vampires like when they're more hungry, they kind of go into like a frenzy and start they like they're powerful, but they're not as controlled. And then when they yeah. have a lot of blood, then they become more focused and still a lot more powerful, but in a different way, you know. So this is very controlled. Yeah, I got you. So like he he okay. he knows like where to hit them to break through their armor, and whereas when he's no. in when he's bloodthirsty, he just he becomes less Smashes. accurate but stronger. Yeah, he kind of frenzies. Pretty cool. Right. I like that. Yeah, and I mean, it, I mean, it's very on the nose. They did a really good job, it. like, um, you know, tying the the card effects to the lore. It's kind of what, it's what they call top down design. You know, where you have a a card w- with a with a name, and then they write the rules around what the card name is, basically. Yeah, the concept. They, the concept uh, really yeah, really comes out I in the rules. So you're saying they stuck the landing on these guys? Yep. Okay. All right, so so uh, when Duval is uh, is inspired, on the back he's got this thing called lurking hunger. After an activation, if this fighter has three or more hunger counters, they become uninspired. Actually, there's one thing to notice here, which is that once they are inspired, they don't have the cores anymore, so they don't they don't keep generating hunger tokens. Right, oh, you'd have to use cards. You, yeah, so you'd have to have one, use cards to put them back on. One thing to note. However, they can still get hunger tokens in other ways. There's plenty of cards and effects in the game. Right. And if and if in this other way they get to three hunger tokens, then they would get an inspire basically. Okay. Um, by then the game's going to be over. Like I can't imagine the game's not long enough to like inspire them and then. Like one Yeah, back. I mean, okay. you would need to have. I mean, we will discuss this, right? There's plenty of, right. you know, yeah. if you really pile up it. the deck, if you pile up the deck with hunger, ways of getting them hunger, I guess you could. I don't know. But, right. Um, and a lot of this and, stuff and happens if, at the end of the round, too, rather than like during the round. So you have to 
you know, your limited The inspiration, content. yeah, inspiring happens at the end of the turn, but the both lurking hunger and bloodthirsting actually happens the moment you give them the third counter. Yeah. Right, right. That's right. So the timing is also different, yeah. Wait, so, so if you're lurking hunger after an activation, if this fighter has three or more hunger counters, then they would flip back on the uninspired side, but he'd be immediately bloodthirsted. Yes, because flipping doesn't make you lose the hunger counters, so yeah. Right, okay. Um, Duvel also has a spell reaction, because he's technically a wizard, mm -hmm. uh, level one, so I mean, you're only rolling one die, but you only need one channel, which of course would also include a crit, so that's a two-thirds chance to uh, use this after a fighter's attack action takes a target out of action. If cast... Choose one enemy fighter within four hexes of this fighter. Push the chosen fighter up to two hexes closer to this fighter. So that means that if you kill something, you can spell another guy closer to you. I mean, this will not come up that often, but it no. may be good against if you're playing against hordes, for instance. Against hordes, yeah. You could kill well, somebody and, and maybe pull somebody who was sitting on an objective out of the objective or something like that, yeah. Especially, you know, if he's inspired also, his, his attack profile is just basically a, you know, Dangle Bro smash, you know, special. Smasher, yeah. You know. Exactly. It's three three dice on, on smashes with cleave and two damage. Like, yeah, it's, yeah that's, that's a horde cleaner outer right there. Sounds good. That's a lot, man. That's a lot it of is. stuff going on there. Jeez. Okay. There you That's go. interesting, I mean, though. I like how I like how it's a spell reaction and not just an an action. You know, because you would never do oh. it if it with on one dice exactly. to try to do that. Yeah, and then the second thing is that's also, you know, fitting with the theme too. How the vampires can kind of like, um, yeah, he, mind he control you. Yeah, glamour yeah, you into yeah. coming closer yeah. to them or whatever. It's very cool. Very much. I mean, this guy really is Dracula. Yeah. yeah, this guy really is Dracula. Yeah, he has all the yeah the tropes. All right. So now we're moving on to Gorath the Enforcer, and um, I'm really glad I got my MFA in uh, Russian literature because here we go again. He is also Hunter, also a one uh, a level one wizard. He's got a soulbound mace, which is his big long staff with a big old heavy thing on the end of it. It's a range two, which it should be based on how it looks. Uh, two smash. And uh, two damage, so again, really good against little horde guys. Mm -hmm. Has bloodthirst, has the same curse and hunger. If he becomes bloodthirsted, he becomes minus one move. So we'll go down to three, to a minimum of zero. So again, if he's got something on him that brings him down to one, you can't go any lower than that. Uh, but also gets plus one wounds. It's like a free, great, great fortitude there. Um, he and he gets, he gets very tanky. Yeah, he gets pretty tanky. But, the, you know, the rest of the stuff on the front of the, of the card is exactly the same as Prince Duval. And then if you go to the inspired side, his mace gets a little a little heavier. So uh, he goes up to three yeah. damage and gets knockback. Bottom slash line doesn't change. Lurking hunger is still there on the other side. Also has a spell action called file, Vile Transference. Uh, this is a, a channel. If cast, choose one friendly fighter within four hexes and one enemy fighter within four hexes, which is a pretty decently sized range. Remove one hunger counter or wound counter from one of the chosen fighters and give it to the other. So basically, you can take 
a wound from your guy and put it on the other guy. So it's almost like ping damage, isn't it? But your guy already has to have your guy has, he, to, he have has to have a wound, a wound to transfer over wound. there. Yeah. Or you can do it with hunger. You could you could take hunger away from somebody and bloodthirst one of your buddies. You could do it the other way also. Yeah. Yeah, but at the cost of an activation. But it's an activation. And it could yeah. pale. I, I don't think I've ever ever. Right. I was just going to ask that. Have I, no. have either of you guys ever used this, no. this action? Okay. All right. No. The, so the it's just it's, it's flavor any... text then. I think basically. I mean you could you could see a world I mean you know it's uh, this basically is is um is a sphere of action some you know under the right circumstances but you know yeah. again one wizard level one is just not great um exactly yeah. there is a fix for um, this we can talk about this later but yeah yeah sure I, I've never done it in fact uh, the way that I play them I don't ever inspire them any of them so um but we'll talk about that later. Velis von Fane, who is, I think, my favorite. She has the paired blades, which are uh, one range, uh, two smash, and two damage. Has bloodthirsting, has the same <laughs> inspire mechanic, curse and hunger, same bottom slash line. And also has, uh, when she becomes bloodthirsted, though, she gains scything, which, let me tell you, it's pretty great. You yeah, like the scything? That's the real, that's the real thing. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. when Bloodthirsted, she gets the scything? Yes. Yeah, she okay. just gets scything. Just throws it in there. So um, Bloodthirsted, she gets the she gets the scything. Inspired, she inspired. gets basically extremely, extremely... Basically, extremely you can only active. defend her on, crit, on crits. You know, she gets both right. cleave and ensnare. Yep. And, and they uh, threw and this thing here. on guard. Yeah, they threw also. this thing on top. But, you know, as we know, you know, for people on one block, being on guard is just not that great. But whatever. They just threw this on, on top. Yeah. It's always nice. Sure. Well, it means you can't get pushed um, back either. Can't sure. Yeah. Back. So it's, it's, it's a nice little, yeah. And it's also one of has like a nice to have kind of thing. Yeah. And also has the lurking hunger thing on the back uh, that they all do. All of them. All of them do, yeah. Yeah. D uh, defense. Uh, yeah. The bottom slash lines of uh, most of these guys don't change. Um, and she does not. Prince Duval actually picks up, uh, he picks up that, a that of defense things, yeah. guy. Okay. Yeah. And Cleave. Um, Anus the Bat Boy. Uh, okay. So I, I will say, say the real name actually... once. Yeah. Okay. And Anias Curseborn. Okay. We got that um, out of the way. Got it out of the way. I'm never going to say it again. Yeah. Uh, has uh, the has a 414 bottom slash line, I should mention, but has dodges. And um, Savage Assault, which is a one range, three fury, two damage, has the bloodthirsting, has the same inspire mechanic, has the curse, has the hunger. If he becomes bloodthirsted, he picks up plus two move, which is a lot. Oh, by well, the way, Randall, remember last time? Well, I remember last time we were talking about like what has like six, uh, six movement speed. without anything, right? Without any um, cards. So an Anias, if he's blood, if he's bloodthirsted, or uh, the Harriers, if they're inspired. It's basically the bats. The, the bats get to six. Yeah, the, just you have to be a bat if you want to go. You have to bat. be a bat. Yeah, exactly. And something has to have happened to you. you you're, you're not yeah. natural like that. It's only like after something happens. Anias. Sorry, Anus the Bat Boy. Uh, when he is inspired, he gets, he actually gets quite a bit. He gains um a sm he goes from uh, furies to smashes. So three, yeah, three three dice two damage is, is a pretty great attack. 
picks up a die on defense, so he's up to two dodges. When this fighter makes a move action, he can move through blocked and occupied hexes, cannot be dealt damage by lethals, must end his move in an empty hex. So it basically turns into a ghost. He floats. He flies. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's so a lot happy. of stuff. It's a lot it, of stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. And Gerard, we were talking about this. Uh, there's just so many options here, isn't there? I mean, because of this stuff, you can basically play them. You can run the gamut of playstyles with these guys. You can so be many. super defensive. Because yep. they are wizards, you could actually stock up on lost pages. Yep. Right? Yep. You could play super aggressive. They're all hunters, yep. so therefore things okay. like um, the hunt advances works for them. Yep. So there's plenty, all those objectives that we all love now, like bold deeds and, you know, the hand advances, all, the, all those objectives of being on the other side of the board work for them. And then, of course, they can also play flex, you know, a little bit of aggro, a little bit of aggro and waiting. I mean, yeah, I think both yeah. you and I have decided that this was the best way of playing them, but they could really do everything. And on top of uh, that, you could decide to go down the route of trying to inspire them and take basically cards that help on that or down the road of trying to get them thirsty and take uh, hunger cards for that. So they can really, you know, it's basically three plus two, right? It's like six. You could, there's six different deals you can go for. It's yeah. kind of amazing. And, and that's kind of cool about them, actually, but it's also kind of exhausting about them. It's not like Malog where it's like, hey, what do I do with him? I do this one thing. You, yeah. you smash things with it, or for a very short period of time, read books. You read books, yeah. <laughs> you read, there was a short time when it was like, okay, you yeah. read books. But basically after that, it was just like, oh, you just smash stuff and get the primacy token and terrorize people. You know, Magors, it's like, go kill stuff, right? These guys, it's like, I don't know, there's like 500 million things you can do with them. And it's yeah, crazy. They're and and they're, they're all kind of about the same, like, effectiveness, too. Although we, we have particular ways we think, we, we've been playing them and we think are pretty good. We'll, but we'll talk about that. So so usually when we start talking about the faction-specific cards, uh, Gerard, we, we usually talk about, you know, what are your auto-includes? What do you always play if you're going to play this faction? And then we say, like, is there stuff, like, for a particular meta? But then we say based on play style. But the thing is that almost all the cards we're going to talk about are going to be good for a particular play style. Exactly. They are all conditional. Right. So we're going to have to talk about a lot of the cards is the problem. So because they're all good for something. So it's a lot of cards that we think are 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 useful, but not necessarily ones you're going to take because of the way that you play it, if, if, if for those of you out yeah. in the audience. So this section right doesn't really work as clean as it does for other warbands. Randall, you're going to re read them off to us. So let's start with the the one thing that, that, that Gerard and I thought was an auto-include was a Spirited Attempt. Okay, Spirited Attempt is a Surge objective. We're on objectives now, right? This we're on objectives. Yeah. We have yeah. So surge, score this immediately after an enemy fighter's attack action that deals damage to a friendly fighter if that friendly fighter is not out of action. And Gerard, why do yeah. we like this one so much? You know, get damaged, you get glory. You have to survive, though. So that's, you know, that's the catch. I mean, this one is good because any of the three styles are going to score this at some point. I yeah, it's so. a surge and, and it's going to happen. You're going to get this probably exactly. every every game, yeah. If you play aggro, you're going to get hit back. If you play defensive, you're going to get hit. So whatever, you know, at some point you're going to get hit and you score it. It has the, the small downside as usual of depending on something that your opponent does, which means sure. you could have this thing in your hand and wait and wait for an attack that actually doesn't happen. 
or or that uh, misses, or they one shot, yeah, or yeah. they one shot you. That's the, the yeah. But that's the thing. I don't think there's a lot of one shotting anymore. Like there seems to be a lot less of it. Yeah, all your guys have um, four. In also, one, so they all have four, and a lot of the you know a lot of the strength stuff and accuracy stuff has been kind of like restricted. So recently so I, I i really do think spirited attempt is like i think you just put this in no matter what but yeah no i think this is just going to happen to you no no i mean that this, this is going to be a staple basically it's not amazing yeah. but it's it's it will always make the six cut i think it always does yeah and 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 that's what we mean by auto include we said that if you are in a meta that has a lot of horde war bands you might want to do a courtly hunt, which is basically just strong start, but faction specific. Let me look at that. Yes. Let me pull that one up. Courtly hunt says is a surge for one glory. It says score this immediately after the first fighter is taken out of action in this round. If that fighter is an enemy fighter, right? So strong start. Strong start. Yeah. So if you're playing a lot of hordes, if there's you know like reapers, if there's uh. You know, uh, lizard men. If they're, I don't know, whatever it is. But if if you see a lot of that, and there's a lot of like, two wound guys in your opponent's like warbands, then this might be a good one to do. It's a little less effective when you're playing bigger, bigger fights. Yeah, but you're very sad when you draw these in your first hand. And, and you right, and you don't like, yeah, and you don't like to draw it. You know, like after you killed something, right? Yeah, that's a downside of these cards. Right. Yes, that's true. Well, I like oh. this in conjunction with that that last one, especially if you're playing aggro, right? Like you run in there, you attack your opponent, attacks you, then you yes, attack yes. again, so then... and then you get you kill that. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, yeah. And th these are yeah. good to get early in the game, and that's kind of when you want to score your surges, right? So you can get through your deck yeah. and and snowball. Based on play style, okay. So we have so we we broke this down into four different things. Um, if you're doing a hungering build. If you're doing a, some sort of a flex build where you're holding um, objectives, if you're doing what we wrote down as balls out aggro, yep. and we have an, we have another one if you're attempting to get inspired. So these are all different ones for all different shapes, you know, walks of life here. So uh, for the hungering builds, we liked uh, one of them that we liked was blood curse. Blood curse is a hybrid for three. It Ooh. says. Score this in the third end phase if surviving friendly fighters have 10 or more hunger counters or there is only one surviving enemy fighter. How yes. often would you have scored this? I mean, you score it, you know, you know if, if, you're playing, if you're playing actually aggro, you may score it quite often on the second condition. Right. Depending on the warband you're going up against. Exactly. And if yeah. you are going the hungering side... Um, think about this. With, with doing nothing, just by surviving, you will end up with 12 hunger, right? Yeah. Just by surviving. If no but one dies. You know, yeah. Exactly. Some people are going to die, but then you take other cards. So actually, it's not that it's, it's not a crazy um, a crazy expectation to end up with yeah, 10. 12 sounds have, like a you, lot, but, but you're saying it's not. But it's not, exactly. Typically, yeah. I mean, if you take enough cards, two guys should be able to get you 10, basically. It's not crazy to end up with two guys with five hunger each. Right. Yeah. I, I would have used this one in my deck, but I, I, I shied away from it because it's a third end phase card, and I try not to have those if I can help it. That's always a counter. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it is good, and it's like three in an end phase. Like, people used to take Superior Tactician. Exactly. <laughs> that was three in an end phase. And, and, and the third end phase. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, it 
I, I see why people would take it. Um, another one we liked for uh, for if you're trying to do the hunger stuff is On the Chase. On the Chase is a hybrid for one glory. Oh. Hybrid score this in an end phase if each surviving friendly fighter has one or more hunger counters or one or more surviving friendly fighters has a move characteristic of six or more. Oh, that seems real easy. It's really With easy. Yes, exactly. So one's an Anus the bad boy. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Get it right. Bloodthirsted then... when you're in. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. If he so if he gets bloodthirsted, then you just have this. But it's not a yes. surge, right. so you got to wait. He has to survive. No, exactly. To it's it's yeah. one of these. But it's uh, really easy. Yeah. yeah. I like I actually like one glory and phases that are that you're gonna score like ninety percent of the time. Yeah. I think yeah. Exactly. Oh, are you kidding? This is I would score this a hundred percent of the time. Yep. Because well, you could be unlucky, you know, if some if some somebody has some way of taking hunger out of you. If somebody has <laughs> anti-hunger like yeah. tech, just in case <laughs> yes. they run into vampires. <laughs> yes, something like that. But yeah, it'd be like, um, hey, I came to the tournament with a bag full of garlic. <laughs> like that's basically the same thing. That should, yeah. been, that should have been funnier. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, got it. Got it. Um, got it. So on the chase is just super easy if you're playing a hungering build or if you're trying to bloodthirst because an uh, anus just might get it for you. So you wouldn't take um, this if you were trying to go for the. Ins the inspire inspire everybody. Build. Absolutely no. not. Exactly. Okay. Absolutely okay. not. In fact, maybe in, we should in, talk in, about those now. Unless you're playing, you playing like speed package, but like unless you're playing yeah. like you know plus two movement stuff. Oh, I see. Okay, more speed type things. Yeah, more speed, yeah. Sabash, um, um, speed and stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. If you All go right. to, if you want to go down the inspiration route, though, they have two good cards. They have Grave Lords. Grave Lords. Yeah, yeah. Grave Lords is a hybrid for two. Score this in the end phase if two or more surviving friendly fighters are inspired or each surviving friendly fighter has two or more upgrades which you know that's not bad because even if your guys are dead you can just stack upgrades on the guy who's alive that's true yeah so one guy could could actually score you this at the end and two glory is you know is a hefty yeah, amount. two glory in the end yeah. phase is nice yeah yeah and then okay. there's recovered poise recovered poise recovered uh, poise fire tap Score this in an end phase if one or more friendly fighters are inspired for one glory. Okay. Fired up. Pretty Fired good. up, exactly. So bottom line, you wouldn't put these two cards and the previous two cards we discussed in the same deck. That's what we're trying to say, right? So either you go no, one no, way. No, you're or either you doing one or you're doing the other, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you also said a superlative skill for this one? Yes. Uh, if you go inspired then you will likely kill somebody at some point without uh, hunger counters and hopefully no wound counters. So so that's why right. it's, a, it's a hybrid surge. Yes, yeah, superlative um, skill is yeah. a surge yeah. hybrid. Score this immediately after a friendly fighter's attack action. That takes the target out of action if the attack roll contains only successes or that friendly fighter has no wound counters and no hunger counters. Yeah, so the so first either condition, or, of course, actually, is dicey. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. The first condition is dicey, but, you know, you might get it as well. But the second condition, if you are inspired, it basically says that an inspired guy kills somebody, right? Yep. Right. So I actually had that in my Vanguard deck that I was playing kind of aggro and I was playing Hunger just because I had a lot of stuff with the rerolls in it. So, yeah, so, so you were going for the successes yeah. only. 
Yeah. Right. So I was going for the successes thing and I got it a lot of the time. And I'm not going to say I got it all the time, but because um, you have to kill something also. But yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's tricky. So because yeah. it's basically on two hammers, which is the best case scenario, right? On two hammers, yeah. you get two successes 25 yeah, yeah. of the time. Right. Um, so but with rolls, of course, you can with three rolls yeah. higher. Yeah. yeah. So it actually I, I actually scored it de decently well, but like not amazingly well. Okay. Um, well, it is and only I, one I, glory. I just, I, yeah, it's but it's a surge. You know, I just I was looking for a six yeah. surge, and that's that's the one that I put in. We also talked about um, Gerard. We also talked about objectives for flexing. You said Death's Domain, which yeah, I like playing this one, as you know. So Death's Domain is uh, I don't know if Randall wants to. Yeah, I got it. It's I got basically it. reclaim of the Lamentiri for these guys. Score this gotcha. in the end phase if your warband holds all objectives in one or more players' territories for two glory. Yeah, those those are good. Those kind. Exactly, and these guys are four four fighters, right? So you can definitely have two sitting four objectives and attack with the other two. Exactly. So so it's um, again again that's a card that you would take not in the build of everybody runs forward like crazy, right? But yeah, more in a kind not, of yeah. a waiting kind of build. Exactly. Right. In fact, there's a good card, uh, preternatural speed. Got that's, it. That that's for, we have that under balls at aggro is a surge for one, and it says score this after an activation if each surviving friendly fighter is in enemy territory. Yeah, so that's basically right. literally about you just running like crazy. And then, it's you know, a surge, too. Goal. I like that. Sur it's yeah. a, I like that it's a surge because then, you know, once once they're all in there, then you just get it. You don't have to worry about them dying. Or, uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. And in or fact, getting later pushed in the game, anything, it becomes yeah. easier. Yeah, later in the game, it's easier, right? Right, um, right. After everybody's yeah, yeah, and this is one you can draw on turn two or three and just get it right away. So just get it right away. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see basically this is a good example. Even their twelve objective cards are spread one, two, around three, around four, all these five, different styles. Seven, right. They are completely nine. spread around the different styles of playing the warband. We mentioned nine of them. So the, out of the twelve yeah. that we thought were good in some way, shape, or form, depending on how you're going to play. So you're not going to be taking all nine, certainly, because some of them kind some of, of like them you know, anti, cancel each yeah, other out. Yeah. Or like, yeah. But 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 they all have a place somewhere. True. Yeah. Except for these weird ones that we didn't talk about. Um Very so cool. those were the objectives. Um gambits. Uh we said that as far as faction specific stuff goes. One auto include, and and that is a Quicksilver Advance, which is so good. Quicksilver um, Advance, go Randall, hit it. This is a ploy. Choose one friendly fighter, then pick one, comma. The chosen fighter makes one move action, or you remove one of that player's charge tokens and give that fighter one move token. Oh, that's that's real good. That's that, real good. Yeah. Super flex, basically. Uh, oh, yeah. A spectacularly useful card for all kinds of different things, right? For uh, getting on, you can, you can get onto an objective, you can make an attack can, that they thought, where they thought they were safe. Um, yes, because you were you had a charge token on you, and all of a sudden, oh, no charge token anymore. Charge yeah. Velus in and scythe, and then go again. Yeah, maybe yeah, you miss. That's the thing you're gone. Guys, yeah, exactly. And there's that guy with two range, too. Yes, yep. there's Gorath could actually Gorath. pop somebody in the head. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, um, that's, so, that's just a fact. You'd play that in every every style of deck, that's right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the one that I think this is the one that you take, no matter what, also. Okay. It's just very good. And then I was arguing with Gerard about Tenembrius Form. I, Tenembrius, I remember you played this. No yeah, I remember you played this against yeah. me. I'll read this. Oh, this is a long one. 
It's a ploy. Yes. Uh, choose one friendly fighter. That fighter's defense characteristic is three dodge. That fighter yep. cannot make any actions or reactions, yep. cannot cast spells, right. cannot be on guard, cannot yep. hold objectives, and cannot be driven back. This effect persists until the end of the phase or until that so, fighter is taken out of action. So what I was using it for was that because I was playing kind of like a hunger build with some aggro and it was a Vanguard deck as well. So like I, I had space. Um, I was using this to like, all right, if I make this like kind of like high risk, high reward charge right now, I could just throw Tenebrius form on him when he's done and then he'll probably be safe to the end of the round. Until so the that's next like round, how. Yeah. Right, so that's kind of how I was using it, but but Gerard was like, because you, Gerard, you were saying you didn't use this card, but now that you're looking at it, maybe it is pretty. Good I just find it very interesting. It's always there, and then it ends up being cut in the last ten, you know. But it's, it just right. seems very interesting. I'm, I'm sure it has good good uses. There's one thing that we need to note here. Notice that yes. you are not holding objectives during the action phase, so mm -hmm. you wouldn't be able to score like hidden purpose of swift capture. But it only persists until the end of the phase. So when it comes to scoring in the end phase, you are actually holding that objective. Yes. So dominant position. The it persist counts. effect ends before the round ends, and you yeah, check exactly. the position for objectives. You're saying. I would have to go back to the to the tournament and make sure I didn't score that card off of this because I definitely scored. What was what was the card that I scored? The one with uh, you know, like if you have a. Uh, we're just promise of obstruction. promise obstruction, which is like if you if you have a uh, persisting gambit going on, but I don't know if I scored it off of Tenebrius Forum because you. Oh, can't. that's true. That's that's like a public right public so and a public utility announcement is that people should right exactly scoring. no because it it its effects wears off before you go to scoring, yeah, I think exactly. unless it needs to be FAQ'd, but I'm I'm pretty sure like now where that we're yeah. looking at it although I'm pretty sure I scored it off of other stuff too. But um, I may have scored up to numbers for him, in which case I should not have. And in any case, this goes down onto the the Randall file of flavorful card. I mean, this is this is literally the vampire turning into a turning nasty into mist. the mist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the, 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 old, the Dracula, the the in the in the Dracula novel, that's what happens, right? Exactly. It turns yes. into fog or whatever, yeah. and you can travel yeah. around. See, it's just beautiful. Like, it is really beautiful. You I'm guys are going like Nosferatu. You guys are going like Lestat. You guys are going like Dracula, and I'm 100% going uh, what we do in the shadows, oh, okay. <laughs> which I think is the best vampire TV show. That's a funny or, show. Or, or, yeah, ever. <laughs> Have you seen Next that? Thing gonna... Next thing you're going to tell me that you like your vampire sparkly. Oh no. Uh, no, 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 no. Those no, are the worst. No, Twilight no, vampires? No, no, Ugh. No, no, no. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no way. All of the all of those people who are in that movie, by the way, I don't know. You should just like look at the cast. It there's like such good actors, like all of them. Like Pattinson yeah. ended up being great. You know, and uh, what's those, her name? Uh, where, where the sum the sum of the parts was way less. Oh yeah, way less. Like just yeah. just way less all right anyway um i'm I, you know i'm a big lestat fan but what we do in the shadows is definitely the best actually by the way time. speaking of extremely uh flavorful cards and now that we brought that disaster of twilight crap on the podcast there is a bestial transformation oh yeah oh should i read that yeah, one? yeah, yeah read that should, one yeah. this is so we like this especially in the hungering build right bestial yes. transformation 
Yeah, yeah you go, use go this against it. me, I think. Choo choose one uh, yeah. friendly fighter, discard that fighter's upgrades. That fighter's range one attack actions have cleave and ensnare, and each enemy fighter is a quarry. This effect persists until that fighter is given an upgrade, or until that fighter is taken until out of they... action. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you... basically, look at look at the art. I mean, this is basically the wolf form. Yes. Yeah. You know? It's nice. It's just another another detail from, from the... Oh, 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 because yeah. it's... Right. Okay. Or from Twilight. Well, in that case, it's just... Anyway, let's not... So, so either but, uh... you can be Team Edward or <laughs> yeah, exactly. Team... You put this on and you choose teams. Or you could be Team... Uh, whatever what, Power, Ranger, guy Power Ranger guy. What was his name? No idea. Yeah. Okay. But anyway... Team Edward uh, and Team Jacob? Team... Jacob, uh, that was his name. Enough, I, I think I was right. Familiar, I think it's great. Why do you know that? In any case, going back to what we're actually talking about, uh, this, uh, this is actually, I mean, it's a little bit laughable, but it's actually a good card. Early in the game, you become yeah. extremely accurate. You know, this basically yeah. has the effects of like two upgrades, one on top of each other. So, so, so would you argue that the guy has to have an upgrade on them already? No. no, no I don't think it's You discard exactly. them all when you would discard them, but if he has zero, then you discard he has them. Discard zero. Right, it's not a condition. It's certainly not a condition. That, uh, that's what I. That's what I think. I, I think that that you're the you're choosing the fighter, and not the upgrade. No. So. Exactly. Oh no! If they have so, no upgrades, right. you can still play this. I definitely. That's what I. It doesn't think. say anything. Yeah. It just says, it just says choose one friendly fighter. Period. Discard period. that fighter's upgrade. Period. Yeah. I mean, so this, they don't have any. It's like yeah. I, I. Okay. It would say I mean, something. You still discard they, them. Yeah. You just discard them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's why I think at the beginning of the game. I, I assume it's going to be FAQ'd. Like, well, let's hope because we, we would right. be. Yeah, we wouldn't. I don't think it's needed, but I'm sure that there's going to be arguments. Oh, it's needed. <laughs> so that's needed. Well, it is needed. Yeah. Then it becomes needed. That's that's the. Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody out there making it needed. Absolutely. So uh, anyway, it's an interesting card. Um, again, very unique, very flavorful. And yeah. actually, in the right circumstances, very potentially useful. Um, Bloodthirst and Velas. Exactly. Bloodthirst level, charging in and doing attacks with Cliff and Quarry. So basically, if she does this, she's pretty much having uh, the cake and eating it. She's basically Bloodthirst and Inspired at the same time. Because remember, her Inspire was actually yeah, yeah, Cliff and Inspire. Yeah, that's right. So it's actually really good. Pretty good. Um, we also like uh, Driven to Hunt for the Hungering build. Absolutely. That's uh, that's should, we should read that one. That's a, it's absolutely imperative to Driven have it in if you're doing a hunt. hunt is restricted yeah. to your leader. Fine. It says, pick one, give one hunger counter to each friendly fighter within two hexes of your leader, or push one friendly fighter within two hexes of your leader up to one hex. So you don't have to push him towards your leader. You just, he just no, has to be anywhere, close to yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the so, second condition, frankly, who cares? It's, it's the first one, yeah. I mean, it's the a first, step, first whatever. One. Yeah. But the first one is the beautiful one. Again, as we were discussing before, if you go hungering, you clearly want cards to give them hunger, and yeah. that's one of the best of well, them. Well, this one, it's yeah. Very it's a, pick, pick high one. efficiency. It says give one yeah. hunger counter to each friendly fighter within two of your leader, including so. himself. Yeah, so yeah. Exactly. Himself. So basically, if you deploy first, if you deploy properly and you have this card in hand, there's no reason why you shouldn't put these guys within two of your leader, and, and then you get. You get four more hunger on the table. Just, yeah, just that's what I was doing. I would, I would, I would always bunch formation them, if especially if I had the card in my hand, just because exactly. I knew that I could, I could 
get one hunger counter on all four of them. I actually can um I actually uh paired that in one of the games with uh Carnivores All or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, you go to twelve immediately. Basically everybody is bloodthirsted and bloodthirsted. Yeah, everybody is bloodthirsted in like activation one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um so you gotta do <laughs> really? it. Um yeah. Yep. That was All right. beautiful. Um, we had uh, Tenebrious Form, which we talked about already. Very good for flexing, especially if you're going to like stand on something. Um, it makes them really hard to hit. Um, and then uh, Balls Out Aggro, Mighty Strike. Mighty plus one strike. damage, right? That's mighty the plus strike one damage is a one. ploy. And it says yeah. plus one damage to the first attack action made by a friendly fighter in the next activation. They kind of need it. Because I mean, they all like they need the damage. Yeah, yeah, we normally are not crazy about these kind of cards, and several yeah. warbands have similar things. But this guy, if you want to go aggro, this will allow you to start threatening three wound fighters from the very beginning of the game. Right, right, and that right. actually is important um, if you want to start killing early. Yep. Right. Yeah, because so we don't normally like cards like this because you use it and and then you, you miss, miss that attack. You miss. Yeah. Yeah. We like ones where it's it, like yeah. reaction deal one extra. Uh, exactly. You, yeah. 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 Or they play some card where you can only deal one damage in the next activation. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, the there's better is, again, stuff you can do with the play yeah. slot. But when you start with Duval at three hammers, you know, the probabilities are high. So it's actually not a bad. Sure. You know, sure. Yeah. Or yeah, if they get the rerolls or, uh, exactly. If, yeah. yeah. If they, well, I think it's good. If you're inspired, don't they get more accurate when they're inspired? Most of them. Some bit, of yeah. them do, yeah. Some, exactly. them do. Some of them do, yeah, exactly. So that would be a good reason, yeah. So it's just, anyway, a utility card for them. Um, um, will often take. This is a good Vanguard yeah. card, probably. Certainly a good Vanguard card, yeah. There, there were other things that I liked better. There was one that gave you plus one, but then also gave you like a hunger counter. Um, well, okay. okay. So there's there's a better version of these for these guys. It's called Ferocious uh, Blow. Ferocious Blow. And now is yeah. that an Ferocious... upgrade or? No, it's deploy, and it's okay. the same thing. Oh, plus one damage. Sorry, sorry. The... It gives you cleave if you have a hunger counter. Exactly. That's so in a way, it gives you both. It gives you both the plus one damage and an accuracy. So in a way, it's it's uh, definitely not, better than I'm this not one. Not seeing that. Oh, this one is universal. It's it's, it's oh, universal. universal. Okay. All right. Um, speaking of uh, faction-specific cards, let's stick with that. So uh, we have two more trying to inspire your uh, vampires. Uh, Blood Vial basically does that. Okay. Blood Vial says, choose one friendly fighter, remove up to two of the chosen fighter's hunger counters, and heal one. There you go. So, so um, good for inspiring. Unless you're in the third. Yeah, unless yes, you're in the third it. round, you're you can just inspire them like that. Well, I mean, at the end of the round, and then we also liked uh, Deathly Apotheosis. Oh, this is a yes. This is, this is which, a, by the way, is one of my favorite SAT words. Apotheosis. 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 It means to become. It means to become godlike. Right. Yes. All right. Or, or, to, your... be, or to reach reach the highest level of of what something is. Let me get my reading Beautiful. glasses on here. here. It says cho to, yeah. choose one friendly fighter. While that fighter has bloodthirst, give that fighter one hunger counter at the end of the action phase and heal one. That fighter each time. What? Let me start over. While that fighter has bloodthirst, give that fighter one hunger counter at the end of the action phase and heal one. That fighter each time that fighter is given one or more hunger counters. Yeah. Period. While that fighter is inspired. You can re-roll one dice in the fighter's attack roll. 
this yeah. effect persists until the fighter is taken out of action. So it's a so you're saying you're only going for re-rolls. the inspired inspired side, and you get yeah. he gets one dice re-roll for the whole rest of the round. Yeah, if he, if for the rest of the game, for the rest of the, the rest game. Of the game. Oh, for the rest of the game. Okay, persists until, okay, yeah, yeah. This one doesn't have the persists until the round ends. It's just no. This goes just, basically. This yeah. is an upgrade hidden hidden in your ploys. Okay, but you can't use this until you have either the bloodthirst state or the inspired state. You can't That's use the it problem. On, you can't I mean, use I mean, it right you could at the play beginning. It. Yeah, you can play well, it, but you it won't do anything. It, but it's not going to have any effect until they they change states. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you could just do it. Yeah, and okay, I understand. Yeah, yeah. just says choose blood- one friendly fighter. Period, and then it says if they have bloodthirst or exactly. if they're inspired. Yeah. They, yeah, okay, I see. Yeah, that's a good card. Yeah, for, Again, so reroll we, or we don't, we don't, yeah, we don't tend to have cards like this one, but it's just interesting. Yeah. It's a reroll for the rest of the game, or every time you get a hunger counter, you heal. And keeps and gets more hunger, by the way. You see, at the end of every action phase, yeah. it's more hunger. But so, you wouldn't yeah. play this in the hunger deck, you're saying? Well, it's a bit slow. It's okay, a bit it's slow. slow. I mean, yeah, it, because basically, when you get this, this basically means this doesn't help you getting bloodthirsted and attacking immediately, right? Because by the time you get this extra hunger token, this is going to be at the very end of the phase, so it's, it only helps you for the next phase. Mm-hmm. So, Although, blood you know, if you really you... wanted to go crazy, if you really wanted to go crazy with hunger, why not just put everything in, right? I mean. <laughs> Yeah, and there are a lot of hunger counters that are like there are a lot of hunger cards that are like universal that just say give a guy a hunger counter right away rather than Exactly. That's yeah. why and this is more useful if you want to bloodthirst before you activate. I guess that's the yeah. Sure. All right, guys, can we get some upgrades now? Um we Gerard and I were talking about this. Um we didn't think there were any auto includes. We didn't think it's there's anything that you definitely, definitely have to have no matter what, but there were definitely some things based on play style. Oh wait, we actually even said there was some for uh, that were good for the current meta. Uh, Deathly Majesty. What is that one? Which one's that one? Yeah. Let me look. Let me, the, let me read that one. Yeah. Deathly Majesty is an upgrade. Mine. Oh, it's it's restricted to Prince Duval. Min- oh right, that one. Minus yeah, yeah. one dice from adjacent fighters' actions, attack actions that target this fighter to a minimum of one. You guys like this one? I mean, I, if it's, it's, it's a lot of minus like, one you know. dice, exactly. This is actually a powerful effect. Of course, the problem here is that, you know, it's only for Duval if you lose the guy. You know, that remember this guy, when he inspires, he goes to two shields, right? Okay. So if you have the guy inspired and with this thing on top, okay. it's going to be really hard to hit for people that are adjacent. Of course, the problem is that then, you know, there's range two, range three attacks, there's all kinds of other things, right? But it's, um, yeah, basically, if you want your Dracula to get yeah, to the yeah. end of the game. Yeah. This is definitely a top-down so... design card. They said, hey, we want yeah. to make Prince Duval be like Dracula. What can we do? Oh, let's give him a minus one dice or if you're near him or something. Yeah. Yeah, sure. it's a nice, yeah. Also, if, like, your meta is full of a lot of, like, range one attacks, like if people play Banshees, people play Crushes, you know, like, maybe you want this. Um, yeah. Undying Evil is basically... Soul Trap, but not quite so good. Undying yeah, Evil. Yeah, like two-thirds of a Soul Trap. Is an yeah. upgrade reaction during an attack action that targets this fighter before the deal damage step. If this fighter would be taken out of action by that attack action, roll one defense dice on a roll of a shield. The combat sequence ends after that reaction. Discard this card. 
is these cards are basically like the good old soul trap. You put it on the fighter, and now all of a sudden, the your opponent has to think hard about whether they want to waste an attack on this guy because right. you know, might one be. third of the time yeah. it's going to do nothing. One third of the time it works, works every, every time. time. Um, all right, so based on play style, of, we said vampiric speed if you need more speed. Yeah, although that's, yeah, whatever. Vampiric speed want... is plus one move or plus two move if you're bloodthirst or inspired. Exactly. Which is so going to happen. Good. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but they are, they're already fast, though, is what you're saying. Like, they, they, yeah, they're already, they're already all fours, right? And then... Yeah, so it's not obvious that you need more, but, you know, maybe, yeah. The one that you really, 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 really want, if you're playing Hunger, is Glutton for Gore. Oh, yeah, because that just gives you double the, glo- the Glutton the, the, the hunger for, glor- for Gore. Glut- glutton for Gore says, when this fighter is given one or more Hunger Counters, instead give this fighter that many, plus one additional Hunger Counter, when one or more of this fighter's hunger counters are removed instead remove that many plus one additional oh okay it works in the other direction too but i mean you're not really going to use it to take stuff off well, that's cool how you, you put it on them and then from now on all hungary gets is doubled it's not like a one uh, exactly. thing yeah yeah so basically if, if you are very lucky you get this in your first hand you put it at the end you upgrade at the end of the you know in the power step or whatever oh, and then yeah, at the beginning, yeah, yeah. You know, then you get two and then another two. Very easily you get, with, just with this card, if you go equip it early, you get to five. You may get to five hunger on one guy. Um, or, but then imagine, you have this card on, you play um, that other card that gives hunger to everybody close to the leader. Well, whoever has this upgrade gets two. Driven the hunt. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's just a multiplier. It's a multiplier. So that's why it's a very it's it's if you want to pile up hunger, you definitely take this card. But it does have that downside though, where if you if you kill someone and you remove your hunger counter, then you remove two instead, right? Isn't is that what? Well, I'm except I mean, no, no. Actually, that's a very good point. You would never take this card if you are actually expecting to inspire the guys, right? So therefore, you know, since you're not trying to inspire the guys, you are not going to get rid of your hunger if you kill somebody anyway. Okay. So the truth is that you know there aren't that many situations in which you're going to be forced to discard hunger anyway. So I feel that the downside of this card very seldom oh, I actually see. happens. I see. Cool. Yeah. All right, and we also liked uh, vampiric might for the hungering build. Yes. Vampiric might. Yeah. Is plus one damage to this fighter's range one, and range two attack actions if the fighter is inspired. Plus two damage to this fighter's range one and range two attack actions on a critical hit if this fighter has bloodthirst it actually works yeah. pretty good in, in both cases yes but so it's basically great strength great strength if you're inspired and, yeah. a, and, and an up to range two concealed weapon if yeah you have bloodthirst this is kind of sweet yeah and then there's also if you go inspired then the the last one von marusi armor is also actually very good Oh yeah, so well, actually we, we had armor. a couple of them that we liked. Yeah, Von Marusi armor, we like that one. If this fighter for is inspired, the, for the inspired build, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, for the inspired build, this one says if this fighter is inspired, reduce all damage dealt to this fighter by one to a minimum of one. If this fighter has bloodthirst, if this fighter would be dealt precisely one damage, they say. <laughs> yeah. If this fighter would so be dealt second, precisely yeah. one damage, this fighter is not dealt that damage. Oh, that's it. That's interesting. All right. 
for mean, pain yeah, you, damage. You, yeah, you can run over lethals, I guess, and stuff like that. Exactly. So you're yeah. saying you like the so even though this card has two effects, you're saying you only play it in the inspired build because yeah, the yeah. bloodthirsty thing is it's, 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 it's better. better. Yeah, it's it's yeah. better. Yeah, I mean we we've seen that get we've seen that get restricted, restricted. in other yeah, yeah, warbands. Yeah. Right, but none of these guys um, are like super like they're not like Hrothgorn or whatever. So no, no, but they start at four. You know, you put this on, and maybe you know, great fortitude. All of a sudden, you know, yeah. things add up. Yeah. So um, it's fair. Like... It's fair in a warband like this. It, it, make, yeah, it makes. Yeah, I think sense. it's fair. It's yeah. fairer. Yeah. Yeah, for some um, up to four wounds, it's fair. It really starts getting crappy. You know, above that. Well, we we actually had one more that we wanted to talk about, and I'm going to get it in. Oh. Uh, Blood Chalice. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, Blood That's Chalice. Very yeah, for the for the inspired build. Good. Yes. So this is restricted to a wizard. So it's only the it's only two, prince two guys, and yeah. uh, yeah. okay. Dracula and Nosferatu. When you give this to a fighter, remove that fighter's hunger counters plus one wizard level. This fighter cannot have hunger counters. Blazing Soul. It's it's a magical Blazing Soul. Yeah. So Blazing Soul only for wizards. For both of your, yeah, for your wizard guys. Yeah. Plus, it ups their wizard level. So you, but so you option. both remove their, you remove all the hunger counters, right? So that makes you yeah, so inspired. Inspired. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, well, you will be at the end of the round. Yeah. Oh, at the end of the round, correct. And then you also get a wizard level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you definitely take this, I think, if you if you go down the inspiring route, and then it may actually make sense to take one or two. Um, spells at that point. Maybe. Well, I I think well both both yeah. of those fighters have spell actions let's or not, reactions, let's not get, so maybe it's let's just not like get, take, let's not uh, get carried away here. Yeah, let's yeah. not get carried away and put spell gambits in your deck, Gerard. Come on, you we're yeah, playing we're playing much, serious yeah, here right now. I mean, if you're putting lost pages on them anyway, like some of those lost pages. No, exactly. I'm, I'm actually this, you know, even just defensively, you know, the the uh, Lara's shield, you know, with yep, two dice, way better than like, with one. Yep. Much better than with one die, exactly. And it yeah. improves the, the the two wizards. They both have a spell action or a reaction, so yeah. it improves that without really yeah. trying. Like you're trying to get you're you're taking this for the inspire. Right? Yeah, it's a nice side effect. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right, cool. Um, so that's all of them. Let's go to the card awards. Um, so the first is to the hunting aspect award. This is for the Dangle Bro specific shitty card. Uh, we're giving this one to Enforcer's Cloak. Enforcer's Cloak is a reaction. This is for Gorath only. Reaction after an yep. attack action that targets this fighter. Place this fighter in an empty hex adjacent to the attacker. Then discard this card. It's an upgrade. You can only use it once to like... You can only use it once. I you... attacked. It's so really, so uh... w w after an attack action that targets this fighter, place this fighter in an empty hex adjacent... So he kind of like teleports behind them or whatever. When they oh, go yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay. And he can only do it once. Well, it it is. Well, it it has uh, what's his name? The the bow guy from uh, the Dread Pageant. I forgot his name. Um. Yeah, had to. Oh, had, to. had to. And and so it works against like ranged attacks, right? Like let's say somebody hit tries to shoot you from yes, three yes. or four range away. Three, yeah. Then but you just these, teleport behind yeah. them while they're. Yes, so I guess that's it's a, it's a nice thing to have. I don't know in what deck you would find space for this thing. Correct, but, uh, correct. Um, yeah. That's not very shitty. I mean, but it's just it's only on one guy, it's, and he's not the leader. Right. And it's only one it only use. works one time. Yeah. Only one time. And it puts you adjacent when this is the one dude that actually has a range to weapon. Oh, that's true. That's true. So it just seems like why? Unless you're, and, yeah, unless you're trying to like 
inspire and like lose your hunger counters by like just like vampiring behind somebody and then well and it's an upgrade so it's like super telegraph too it's like well let me not attack this guy yeah yeah it's crap. All right. Uh, the aggressive defense award, which is the most confusing card in the set, I say goes to all the fighter cards. <laughs> um, <Fair laughs> like, but uh, you okay. can also give it to Tenebrous Forum. That that one's difficult to understand. Yeah, Tenebrous Forum has a thought, I'm sure. And the, the timing of when it like, yeah, the timing of when the persisting effect stops. That's a, uh, it's pretty confusing. There's a, there's a lot of stipulations on this card. Yeah, for sure, you're gonna miss something. Yeah. yeah. All right, um, and then of course we we have to do the unintentionally sexual card name award. We have a lot of stuff here, nothing amazing, but a, but a lot of good ones. Um, we have bestial transformation. Um, you know, some people are bronies, uh, some people are yep. furries. furries. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, are bronies are they like sexual, or do they just like to dress up like My Little Pony? Let's I don't, I don't, I don't fucking sexual. know, dude. Let's not right. dig down that that yeah, that down yeah, I, guess, that road, yeah. I try to stay away from bronies. I just, I'll, 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 I just just stay away from my internet history. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, on the chase is okay, I guess. It's a little little coquettish. Um, preternatural speed sounds like something you don't want to have in a sexual situation. Um, oh right, right. Superlative yeah. skill. <laughs> Yeah, you want to show her superlative skill, but you end up showing skill, preternatural not speed. Preternatural yeah. speed, no. Um, I, I, I thought this was unintentionally sexual as a startling competence. Oh. You know, like, you know, you, you Wasn't see, expecting you're, that. you're dating somebody new, and they're just like, oh, you're yeah. startlingly competent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not, well, I mean, didn't see that coming. There you go. Um, I like uh, recovered poise. It just sounds like, you know, like your refractory period. Uh, yeah, I like that one. And then um, these guys have a lot going on. Exactly. And then uh, the one that I think should win it is vile transference. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. you okay, just, yeah, that's probably the know. best one. I think it's the best one. I think vile transference. All right, let's, let's go with that one. All right, we're gonna move on. Uh, to the Grawl Award, which is uh, the the clearly single best thing about this uh, this expansion, this warband, this faction. Um, Jarrah the Professor, you said that you like to sc score cover ground without having to play a power card. Yeah, so this basically, this thing, I, mean, I think we already talked about this. The fact that the Nias, for some random reason, starts mm -hmm. running six when right. he gets bloodthirsted means that, um, yeah, I guess bats, bats get to do this in this game. Um, just get get to score cover ground um, get cover without ground. having to play without you know the cover ground and different variations of that you just run around and you get the glory it's always nice there you go um i i, I love calling uh him anus the bat boy i've also really? uh, yeah that's my favorite thing about it actually um i i've also been calling him robert duvall and then um velis i've been calling like anything with vaughn in the middle so Ludwig von Beethoven, Kat von D, Lars van Troyer. I've just been going to town. Greta van um, Fleet. With her name. Uh, yeah, Greta van Fleet. Absolutely. Although that band sucks so much. <laughs> like, and I will, I will, I will okay. die on that hill. That band sucks. All right. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Randall, uh, the minis. Tell me about these minis. Well, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, that's why everyone buys this, I think. The, yes. the miniatures are are uh, 
yeah, I mean, we said it in the beginning. They're 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 like the preview for Games Workshop's um, new range that are coming out. They do that a lot nowadays with um, Underworlds. They'll like kind of preview what's coming by making an Underworlds faction for it, and then the rest of it comes out, which is pretty cool. And that that's why I think I'm gonna be honest. I think I think more people bought this to play this this product to play D and D with or whatever, or just to collect Probably, and paint yeah. than actually playing the game. I mean, my hope is that it's a little bit of a gateway for at least some people. Yeah, hopefully. But I think that my my real favorite thing after you know listening to what you guys have had to say is that one of the cool things is that this this warband seems to be designed to lean into one of the many different play styles that they have. And the reason I say that it was designed that way is because a lot of the cards are either or, you know, they're, they're yes. they say, yeah. Oh, if you're, if you're bloodthirsty, this happens. If you're inspired, this happens, you know? So they didn't have to make, you know, it's not like, Oh, you take these four cards. If you're going for this one, you know, they, they're, they're both the same card. A lot of them. Yes. Oh yeah. I see what you're saying a lot. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. So it's almost like the, the the choice of how to play the warband uh, is is actually already written in the card. True, uh, exactly. That in the cards yeah. that are available. Yeah. The deck cool. that they have, it really doesn't force you to go one right. way or the other. It just yeah, but that, you have. That, that's that true. That's true. Means, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of people who say like, especially like on the Facebook pages, they're like, "Hey, can we can we play this warband with just like the faction cards?" No, you can't. Not this one. Because there's just one. like, I mean, yeah. well, there really are so many other it. good hunger cards that exist yeah. in the game that only these guys can really take make make yeah. use out of. I wonder. Oh, if I was just saying, just using faction should... specific. Like some should... people try to do that, but I don't think that you can do that with these yeah. guys. Sorry, Gerard, you were saying. No, I was meant. I mean, I wonder if we should mention like three or four of the of the universal cards that are basically extremely good on these guys. Oh, well, we will when we talk about our okay. decks, right? Excellent. Yeah. But first we have to give the, uh, the didn't even want an award. Uh, this oh. is uh, the single worst thing about the war band. Gerard, what's your, what's your issue? I mean, you'd better bring um, Randall's reading glasses. Yeah. They, a lot of cards have guys. a lot of text on them. I know. And there's just like a lot of places for things to go wrong or people. Yeah, exactly. for something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. There's, that's uh, true. Or like um, you forget that, or like you you forget that you're bloodthirsted until after you roll the dice or whatever. And you're like, oh, I should have had one more dice, yeah. or or I should have had one less dice. Made. That's the worst. That's the worst yeah. when you roll too many dice and then yes. somebody's like, oh, you rolled too many dice, and you got, and you're like, oh, but I got two crits, and then you re-roll it, and it's like double of support, course, double yeah, support. Yeah, and nothing. You're like, yeah. Oh. yeah, mistakes will be made when you play this bond one for sure. There's just gotcha. too much stuff going on. Yeah. My didn't even want an award goes to the fact that eventually all of these hunger, like universal cards from season four are going to get rotated out. And then like, what happens to this warband uh, when yeah. that happens? Are they going to continue to put out good hunger cards in season five and six? Yeah, we'll have to yeah. see because they did continue we'll the see. hunter quarry pretty aggressively. Pretty well. You know? yeah. yeah. Going into the next um, season. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we'll see, but I mean, we'll I just feel like have... there's so many hunger cards, and I'm like, I'm like, in, in the universal pool, so they're going to eventually rotate out. And we'll see if they have yeah. plans to introduce another warband, maybe in the next season that utilizes. The yeah, hunger. that also has it. Yeah. Oh, that would be one way of making these more vampires. Yeah. Yeah, yeah or like beastmen or something like that. If they want to make another beastmen or 
sure. know, something. You don't know. don't don't the the flesh eater courts don't they also eat stuff? Why why didn't they have hunger going on with them? Because that because, is a uh, because it is. They were already they were, they were in yeah. beast grave or they were the... already pretty crazy anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, they didn't really need it. Well, they just, they just um, came right. out in the wrong time, right? Like the, that the hunger yeah. wasn't a thing when they. Right. Exactly. Came out. Clearly, designers haven't thought about this yet. They were OP anyway. It didn't matter. Um, Randall, what what did you not even want about this one? Well, it's just the fact that you can't you you cannot buy this faction. You cannot buy this product anywhere, right? Like Go no on. no store has it. Um, and you can get it on eBay. You can. It's a, I don't know. Last time I checked, it was about a hundred dollars uh, to to get Jesus. it, which is almost triple the price. Um, well, now I don't even it. want it. Right, so you even want it? Yeah, uh, you can get it for a hundred, or you can buy just the individual models for sixty dollars each. Just one each? model, yeah. On eBay. Well, that's eBay for you. That's eBay yeah. for you, man. Yeah. So if you man. want, if you want, if you were thinking about buying this warband after listening to this episode. <laughs> you you are going to have to. You, first of all, you can't go to a store and get it. You're going to have to get it secondhand from somebody else, which has different, um, you know. Basically, we hope you already have with it. it. Yeah, and it's going to cost more than what it would originally cost for sure. Yeah, I wonder. They really, really didn't print enough copies of this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if that. You know, they they have different you know volumes of product that they that they get i don't know if how easy it would have been for them to be like oh j- you know this uh crimson court just make double that amount yeah and then when the, when the orcs thing, come out make you know the regular amount i'm not sure if half, that was able yeah. to happen yeah and also covid messed up a lot of shipping you know brexit, stuff yeah. a lot yeah, yeah covid and brexit messed up a lot of shipping especially for games workshop on 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 multiple different products curse city um yeah stuff like that the the uh indomitus they were able to make more Indominus, so we'll see if 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 they haven't yeah, done it for Curse City. That there are, we'll um, yeah, let's hope the trolls in the basement are working and you know casting more of these guys. Yeah, I hope so. Hey, uh, Gerard. Yep. Let's whip out your deck. Okay. Let's talk about it. All right. So y- you have the uh, the championship style one. I have a Vanguard style one. Oh, um, cool. So. So, 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 tell us about your uh, your Crimson Court deck. We'll put the uh, we'll put the uh, the link to the uh, to the list in in our show notes. Um, yeah, so, so, just to give you the idea, it's um, it's a flex deck that does hunger and the speed package and a little bit okay. of holding, basically. That's basically what it does. So, in the objectives, mm-hmm. in the searches, I have the classic um, gather momentum and cover ground. Restricted, I, which is restricted now. Uh, one, one restricted, yes, but still, I think with this guy is still worth it precisely because of that thing of an IS, right? Yeah. Um, then you have, I have two kill surges, courtly hand and martial mage. Martial mage is a good one. Yeah, and then I have spirit of the Tem, which we talked about, and silver mm-hmm. lining. Silver lining is a little bit of a strange. Is that one? Silver lining is scores. I saw people talking about this one. Score this immediately after an activation. If you have four or more upgrade cards in your hand, you must reveal the power cards in your hand to your opponent when you do so. So you have to show them your entire hand or just the upgrades? Uh, well, the, the literally, it seems to show. It seems to say that you should show the hand. The whole hand, right? You, the yeah. power cards in your hand, in your hand sounds like yeah. all of them. 
Just just the the ones with the blue backs, not the not the objectives, obviously. Yes, exactly. But that that's really interesting. Um, you you're cool with just showing them that. If it's well, all upgrades, reason, then... it's all upgrade. I mean, first, so so this is a deck because I want to pile up hunger very fast in this deck. I actually have card drawing. This is going to be a deck that is going to typically spend two or three activations in the first phase, actually drawing cards. And also playing things like Dual of Wits and the Natural Truths. So actually, you will very easily accumulate upgrades in your hand. So anyway, it's just a way of getting the glory train going. I mean, I'm not saying you could put any, you could put other stuff here. Um, and then in the end phase is where the hunger is. So there's Avatar of Famine and Season yeah, of Famine. These two cards are very yeah. good for hunger builds. If you you're doing the hungering build, I, I also have them both, yeah. Yeah. So Avatar of Famine is you have you need to have one guy with five hunger, and Season totally of Famine doable. is you need to have ten hunger on the table. Total. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they are for two glory each, so it's actually a hefty amount of glory. Yeah. yeah. And then it, I have sometimes go together. Yes, exactly. You typically exactly you would why yeah you would typically take both. Um, I have Death Domain. Is that card is basically their holding. Right. right. So it's a holding card. In, so typically in one territory, yeah. In one territory. So you if you try to set up the objective such that there is only one in your territory, you put the second one in no man's land. Then it's mm -hmm. actually you just have one guy in the back scoring this for you. Gotcha. Oh, so you're and saying when you when you deploy when you are placing the objectives, you like to have just one in your territory yes. and then you put the other that's, one in the middle. So it Yes, that's count. what I okay. would typically do. Yeah. Um with this with this deck, yeah, exactly. Interesting. And then and then I have uh, a couple of like easy one glory things. Hungry for, for victory, victory is very and easy. And the greater hand. The greater hand is also very easy for these guys. There aren't that many warbands with four hunters. Yeah. And That's then true. I have great gains. I have great gains, which is a little bit hit or miss. We all know this card. You know, we love to hate it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is my other two restricted are actually cryptic companion and trophy belt. So these both cards help like rack up glory. So you know. Yeah. You just and hope that you can belt. do it. Yeah, trophy belt actually not bad with them. Yes, and again, again, the four of them are hunters, so it's really no restriction. Yeah. it has no restriction. So you can put them on anybody exactly. Yeah. Um, gambits, you have a uh, tracking, which of course makes them faster because exactly. they're two of them. Okay, they're, all, they're all hunters, yeah. right? Yeah. Tracking um, and run death is plus two speed, both of them. Then right, and natural truth yeah. and dual of wits is card drawing technology. Card draw. And then uh, driven to hunt, driven to hunt carnivores all, and yep. uh, are basically is is an, an energy drain. These are three cards to give a ton of hunger around. Yeah, energy drain is pretty good for them. Yeah. And then compelling hunger is a push that also gives you a hunger token. Oh, so oh, energy drain. By the way, side note, you can totally play on an opponent. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I. I. I like. I. I assume you can play it on your opponent's first... guy and and give them a move token. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is which is like uh, what was that transfixing stare? Basically, yep. they just exactly. have to be standing on a on, on an objective. objective. Uh, yeah. But in this, in my deck, typically because I have uh, that card death domain that we we're talking about, so then you, you, do do is you, you, yeah. you walk somebody on an objective, play this thing, and you give basically hunger to everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and the guy has two move tokens, but who cares? Um, yeah. And then Ferocious Blow. I think we were discussing what cards that are universal cards that are very good for this guy. Yeah, Ferocious yeah. Blow is one plus, of them. Plus one damage, plus it also adds the cleave. So Yeah, it's basically both accuracy and damage in one go. That's always very good. 
There is another one that I actually didn't have in the deck, but I would love to find the space, which is called uh, Too Hungry to Care. And that this card that. basically says that you, when you make an in the next activation, when you make an attack action, you are considered to have one additional supporting fighter for each of the hunger tokens you have. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty good. So this basically that's, that's an accuracy that's insane buff. That's accuracy, really good. Yeah, you just have to have it. Really goes through the roof. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does it only work on attacks, or does it also work in defense? No, no, it's it's next attack action. So it's only one. Attack. Oh, okay. Oh, it only works. But you okay. know, this would go very well with that with that search objective that you had about all the dice rolls being successes. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's so true. it combines it combines well with those. Uh, anyway, um, damn, what was that one called? Superlative skill. Superlative skill, exactly. And then there's this other one, Perfect Strike, that it's a universal that also, it's actually for two glory, but um, but also... Oh yeah, that one, that no, but that one had like two, that, that one had like two stipulations it's, on it. I remember both yes. of them are all difficult, successes. but not killer, but now you get all successes yeah. and, and it has to and be the exactly exact amount the right of damage, amount of yeah. damage. That's yeah. tough to do together, but two damage for a surge. Two glory, that's right, two, two glory for a surge is pretty good. That's extremely sweet, exactly. So you may yeah. want to, anyway... These are just so universal upgrades, cards to consider. Right. So uh, upgrades, you have Cryptic, Trophy Belt, Glutton for Gore, Augmented Limbs, which is like the new hotness right now because... Exactly. It's just plus one dice. Yeah. Why not? Exactly. And then a yeah. whole bunch of hungry stuff. I have basically... Hunger, hungry armor, Inured uh, by Hunger, which is a damage reduction. Oh, this uh, one we should talk about. This card is beautiful. Keen Hunger, Keen hunger the reroll? So or Inured hungry, by Hunger? Keen, Inured, inured by hunger. I think you want okay. this one you take. No I use it, yeah. It basically yeah. makes a guy pretty much unkillable in a hunger build. Uh, for one attack, yeah, that's true. Well, it typically, I mean, you, you will it, easily use away? one attack to one damage. No, 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 it stays there. Oh, no, Just no, no, no. It's well, your, hung, your hunger counters go your away. Your hunger goes away, exactly. But, but uh, you can, you but can, you can, you could replenish, charge them back up. Yeah, whatever, exactly. exactly. Yeah. This, this card is good. I, I feel okay. in this uh, for these guys, and then oh, King yeah. Hunger that we're talking about is basically you know burn one Hunger token for a reroll. But notice that it's actually a reroll that you do you choose after the dice roll. It's actually very powerful. Yeah, uh, yeah. You don't have to use it if you don't want to. Exactly. So you you, you yeah. roll the dice and then you decide if you burn the Hunger token to roll one die. It's actually yeah much better than having to do it before. Right. Yeah. And um, then there's and then the, for yeah. Savage strength, great fortitude, great strength. Yeah, these are just classics. Yeah, pretty classic. Yeah. So in so this deck, the... in this deck, you're okay. looking to sort of stay back, cap objectives, draw cards, and then finish out the game and... later with everybody being bloodthirsted and having rerolls and uh, extra damage. Exactly. The idea of this deck is to make the first charge in the last activation of the first phase. Oh, wow. And then okay. take it from there, basically. You know, just take it from there. And in a, in a, if you are if you are lucky, you know, you've piled up a bunch of hunger. So then, basically, by the second phase, everybody's bloodthirsty. And then, especially Bella starts getting just you know out of control with some of these upgrades. She gets she gets really good. Like Bella's with King Hunger, for instance, is really good, right? Um, if she can get like double attacks, each of them can be rerolled. Is there any primacy stuff in here? No, right? No, there isn't. In fact, you don't mention actually, primacy at all. I don't, and that's a very good point. This this warband is very good primacy warband. I just didn't find the space. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I uh, yeah. And one thing that I've noticed, by the way, is that the people against whom you would really, really like to have primacy 
they universally take um, what's that card? The the two glory card for you. Underdog. Exactly. Underdog. Yeah. So basically, they kind of do it for you. They enable the primacy, so exactly. just by so, having that card. Exactly. The horse, which is where you really, really want this, they typically, all of them, take um, underdog. So therefore, at least yeah. in the current yeah. meta, I haven't missed it so much. Um, I can see a world where, I, you know, of course, if people stop taking underdog, that, that would suck. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically, the restriction of uh, surge of aggression means that, you know, the most natural, the most natural primacy card is just not there, right? So, so um, we need to find the space. So, so I'll I'll move on to my Vanguard build. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Which, by the way, um, if you watch the um, if you watch the the playback of the games, JWR and and, and one of the Robs, I forget which one it was, they they go over the deck during the stream. I have made a couple of the the changes that they recommended because I I do think that they were pretty good ones to do. So this is what I had. I had a on the chase. Spirited Attempt, uh, Avatar of Famine, uh, Hunger for Power uh, I put in because that's the one where if you have wizards with hunger counters on them, or it's if they have like one glory upgrades, yeah, it's one with one glory, it's, it's, but it's really easy to score in a yeah. hunger build, which is what mine was. Hungry for Victory, which is super easy. I was playing with Impending Doom because I couldn't figure out what kind of a surge to put in. Because when you're playing mm -hmm. Vanguard, you like lost all those great surges from the Beastgrave season. So I'm like, I'll you try this You made your deck one. and it had three surges in it or whatever, and you're like, oh, <laughs> Exactly, shit. and I'm like, I better <laughs> throw some stuff in. Uh, Martial Mage is really good. Kill something with a, uh, with a wizard. You got two wizards that hit pretty hard. Promise of Destruction, which is the one where if you have persisting gambits, and even though uh, one of them does not work, which one is the one? Tenebris form doesn't work. I still had three other ones because outrun death, you yeah. transformation, and uh, there's another one. I'll find it in a minute. I think is it Carnivore's All? It's Carnivore's All. Carnivore's All is, is persistent. Yeah, yeah. and outrun, outrun, outrun. Outrun death. You have, yeah. yeah, that's also persistent. Yeah, I yeah, had those. So those are the three that would have scored it, and I, I scored it pretty well. Savage Exemplar, because, um, again, I was just looking for good surges, um, and, you know, Duval's kind of a killer, so I threw it in there, and I think I scored it most of the time. Uh, Season of Famine I played with. Um, I played with everything to prove. Uh-huh. It worked out pretty good, because I actually have a couple things that make me a quarry as well. So I actually scored it. I remember scoring it once because I had the Primus token, and I was a quarry. Nice. Uh, I'll so run will do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it might have been Outrun Death or it might have been one of the other. I, I think I have augmented limbs also. Um, there's a couple of things in there. And then um, I had the superlative skill, but they said I should drop that for Wing Death, and that's probably a good call because um, I now have the Hungering Harpoon in there, which I should have had to begin that's with. It, yeah. But also I can charge for six because I have Savage Speed and an IS as well. So, so yeah, so I, I changed it to Wing Death after the fact. As far as gambits, I have Bestial Transformation, Driven to Hunt, Quicksilver Advance, Tenebris Forum, Carnivore's All, uh, Energy Drain, Ferocious Blow, Hungry Advance, uh, which I, I, you had a different one, right? Uh, hung, hungry Advance is push a fighter one hex towards the closest enemy fighter and give them a hunger counter. Yeah, I had, I had Compelling Hunger. Compelling is Hunger is choose a fighter with one or more hunger counters, push mm -hmm. them one hex, and give them another hunger. 
Okay, so they have to already have one, but they're going to already have one anyway. Yeah, exactly. But but it doesn't need to be... You can push them in any direction. That's why right. I like it a bit better. Yeah, that one might have been better. Um, but I, I didn't have a problem with Hungry Advance because I was playing aggro anyway. You're playing aggro, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then Outrun Death, um, which was pretty great. Gives me that extra move, so Wing Death becomes a little bit easier um, for the next time that I play. Um, and then for the upgrades... All right, so I threw in Hungering Harpoon, but that means that I have to take something out, and I don't know what to take out. And I also threw in Feral Symbiote, um, which is a plus one damage. Um, oh, but this one damages them. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't like Feral Symbiote for these guys, actually. Yeah, but it's Vanguard. I need to get the damage in somehow. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. The other thing is, like, the other thing is, like, you know, it's Feral Symbiote says plus one damage to this fighter's range one attack action, so you can't use it on uh, Gorath. Um, but the, it works on the other three. After this fighter's activation, give them a hunger counter, so you're picking up hunger. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. And then if they if the fighter has three or more, you deal one damage to them. So, uh, I don't know. I threw it in after the fact. I think I had something in there before. But I, the damage might be really helpful. Um, anyway, Glutton okay. for Gore, Vampiric Might, Augmented Limbs, uh, Hunger for Success, Hungry Armor. I had Proud Runner um, in there. That's uh, nice. And, no, no. If and, it wasn't restricted, I would definitely take it. Yeah. It's not It's not restricted. Uh, well, not in Vanguard, I know. Yeah, But now it Vanguard, is restricted. Exactly. It's, it's restricted right. in Championship. That's why in but Championship right. it means it's a bit steep. Yeah. Uh, savage speed, um, savage strength, and savage visage. And oh, oh my god, that's, that's, that's very nice. I had savage visage with savage speed and savage strength one time, and I was just rerolling everything. But um, then I didn't need to because I rolled all successes, so kind of useless. Beautiful. Um, but we got to talk about hungering harpoon. Yeah. I Apart from it, having yeah. absolutely awesome art. Yes, it has basically uh, uh, like a nasty looking, uh, one of the very very men. aggressive looking lizard, exactly a yeah. skink. Yeah. Right, but uh, uh, they, they one of the biggest problems they have is range. So, but so is, is they they have they have one and two range. They don't have any three range anything. Um, I really wish I had it in that last Rick round when I was playing against the lizard men, and I like couldn't reach them. It would have been really awesome to have it. Plus, I would have gotten a hunger counter. Um, it's a it's it's a three range one fury two damage, but if you have hunger counters, and I think you only need one. Yes, when you, you, oh no yeah. no, you need to have yeah. three, three or more. But I'm gonna have three or more on my yeah. guys. Um, it's just really great late game. Um, you get two extra dice, so it goes up to a three three range, three fury. Two damage attack, and man, I could have used it at the end of that game. I mean, at that point, it's basically uh, Hrothgorn's attack. Yeah. So it's, it's a shitty attack. Yeah. Yeah, I really shitty. like if you're if you're if you're playing any warband that's very very aggressive aggro. I really like putting a attack action upgrade that has three range in it, even if it doesn't really do that much damage. Just there, you, you're going to have a lot of cards that require you to attack, <laughs> like maybe a certain amount of times in in the round. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. And you want and and your opponent's going to play around it and try to move back and block you off with stuff. So having like I used to play um dark darts in my yeah, uh, darts. yeah. and and it's just it's not very good, but I have a card that says you have to attack 3 times in one activation or whatever and and you know, maybe I can play a movement card to get this guy in and maybe I can 
do something to get the other guy in, but that third guy, I can't do it because they're moving away. And then throw you some dark a, darts. Yeah, you throw the you throw, yeah. you move them and throw the darts up, and they get inspired. So that's too. basically that's a better version of that, frankly. With um, if you have the hunger, yeah. Liquid, yeah. yeah, if you are hungry, exactly. Basically, one thing that happens with these vampire guys is that they have their own deck, and then they have another like double the cards that are universals. But that, frankly, they will be the only people using them. Um, all these hunger cards, basically, I think. Yeah. I think we all agree that by the end of the season, they are basically the only viable people to take hunger cards are them. So Correct. you have a lot to choose, basically. All right, um, Gerard, let's talk uh, really quick about matchups. Um, if you're playing these guys, and I know it really depends on the build, but yeah. is there any sort of uh, war band that if you know you're playing vampires and somebody sits down across the table from you, they take out their guys and you're oh, phew. Oh, they brought those guys. What do we hope people bring against uh, our vampires? I mean, here we have basically four guys reasonably accurate, and they start all of them at damage too. So they really love eating through hordes. Yep, I would um, say so. Yeah. So any yeah hordes of any kind, you know. Anything and anything kind of like slow. I mean, especially like you, slower hordes. Like I mean, you know, like guard would be amazing. But I mean, yes. nobody plays guard anymore. Maybe the Reapers. I mean, like I had a really easy time against the Reapers. You okay. should kill them um, exactly. I mean, you need to control yeah. Kainan, but yeah, you should. You should. Right. Be, That's exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. He 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 charged in uh, Kainan a little too early, and then I just wailed on him until he died, and then I just like pinned oh, through, yeah. through the other guys with um with Valus. That's basically what happened. Um, cool. Um, who do you not want to see across the table? Like somebody pulls their guys out and you're like, oh crap. Well, the, the good old crushes. Yeah. Crushes are just you like know, trying to get to five damage is a bit of a pain. I know, especially since your guys really only have two to start and it's yeah. like you need cards and, and, and doings to get it even higher. Yeah. Yeah. That's one reason I like, you know, I guess yours is also a little bit like these flex builds. At least they don't force you to rush in willy-nilly. You can power up a little bit before you go in. Uh, just it, it almost feels pointless to attack crashes with too damage, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I was playing Vanguard, so I wasn't really worried about... No, at that point, exactly, yeah. yeah. But in general, in general, like, yeah, these, these big, beefy guys, it feels like a waste of time to attack them for too damage. You want to hit at least for three, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, and um, I, I, we could talk about board placement, but it really depends about the uh, about what you, what you see across the table. I think th those have to be like kind of game time decisions. But if you're yeah. playing the control lost pages build, you probably want to go. You probably want to go hallway, right? Oh, you want to go hallway, and in fact, yeah. not only that, you want to be super evil and put whoever is going to be carrying your your lost pages in. Um, in um, in an edge hex, so that when they finally get to him and get to kill him, you just play beast trail and go to the other end and say, you know, <laughs> throwing beast trail in that case, that's nice. Exactly. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. Again, four hunters. Remember, four hunters. This is kind of sweet. Yeah. Beast trail. Beast trail is you can play it on any of them. Um, yep. That's nice. Nice. That's cool. All right. Cool. I mean, otherwise, I think if you're just playing, you know. If you're just playing aggro like I did, I was just trying to make sure that I had, you know, range four attacks where I could like, where yeah. I, you know, I was I was four away and I just tried to like make sure that all the um, the starting hexes were that far away. Well, and uh, 
you guys said you played that card that you, if you're within two of the leader, you get a hunger counter. Oh yeah, are there yeah, any yeah. And then I would also that help, yeah. Are there any specific boards uh, that help with that? Most of them are good. For a lot of them do. Many of them you can put the leader in the central position and. Um, and then, yeah, it happened. At first, I thought it would be a problem, and then I realized that actually, in most boards, there is yeah, most one, boards have that ability. Okay, there is one place where you can put the leader in the center and reach the other three, another three. Yeah, Amber Trap Nest 100% has that. There's um, there's a starting hex behind the the, the blocked that have um, if you put Duval in that one, then you could put the other guys up. Uh, in the three hexes that are closest to it, and that'll get all of them. Um, Hive yeah, of Sacrifice, think... you can do that really easy anywhere on that board. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on there. The Men Here's of Binding, yeah, there's like several places you can you can put them. Um, as long as you're like have Duval in between the Men Here's somewhere. I and think then... the only one where you really cannot do it is the Shrine of the Silent People, which was oh, one of the Beast Graves. Um, I think this one's actually it's very hard. Oh, this to get. one, it's the one with the three. Um, yeah, the three the, diagonal the three kind block of block and the diagonal. Yeah, that would be tough to get all of them. To, yeah, actually, you're right. It's impossible to do them all together. You, you, can, get, you, can, get a, you can get two of them, but you can't get all three. But you can get the four exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. it's literally, I think, the only one, frankly, out of the out of the current championship um, boards. I may be missing one. Sure. But... I, I didn't. I didn't look that closely. Yeah. All right, man. I think we did it, uh, Gerard. We got one more, uh, one more segment of the show, uh, the keys to salvation. You've done one of these before, um, yeah. but you're back, so we're gonna make you do it again. Uh, so, keys to salvation. This is some sort of tip for the game. It does not have to be a gameplay thing. It could be like surrounding the game. But uh, you said that you you thought it would be a good idea right now to uh, start playing some more Vanguard games, and 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 why is that? So there's two reasons. Um, the first one is because it's actually a lot of fun. I think you. you I like you, it. You had this I had a lot of when fun. you played, right? You, yeah. are, you have a limited pool of cards. It forces you to take cards that maybe you wouldn't take otherwise. So it's just it's always nice when it forces you to just to dig through the yeah. through the card pile and see like find the, the hidden gold. Yeah, I was having trouble finding good surges. And also, I think we have to give it to um, to the designers for this one season. I mean, I think it's internally very balanced. Um, the four warbands, I mean, the eight warbands in, in Dire Chasm, they are all interesting, maybe with the exception of Ravagers. Um, and yeah. and they're, all, they're, all, they're all very internally balanced. I think, you know, maybe Kainan is a time But they are, they are very balanced. They're just, just an interesting, it's a different, yeah. But more importantly, the reason I'm saying this is because I have the feeling, I may be wrong here, but I have the feeling that the game will change a lot next season. And the reason okay. I'm saying this, I'm judging, if we have to judge by the nature of the surges that we've seen in Diarchasm, I think basically like the era of easy, some people call them bullshit surges, is over. I mean, there's, there's no equivalent to hidden purpose, to gather momentum, to show off force, capture. to a swift capture, exactly. All this yeah. stuff is going to go out the window. So Over basically... Everything. Exactly. All the all the upgrades. A lot. A lot. Look. Look down the universal surges, particularly. A lot of them are about killing stuff. Um, and they are about. You know, basically, they are about game states that are a lot harder to engineer, or that they need basically luck involved, mm. right? So I think this means that the game uh, will slow down in terms of glory rack, racking. You know, it's it's um, 
maybe I have the feeling that we may go back to uh, the good old days of Shakespeare, where you would easily win a game with, you know, 14 glory, or yeah. even 12, 10, 12, 14 glory. Well, now you feel that if you cannot reliably get to 17 or 18, like, forget it, right? Um, so I think, yeah, So and, and basically, you, you really you really face this situation um, when you have to build Vanguard decks, as you exact, exactly as you said. There you, you know? go. Okay, yeah. I get three surges. What do I put of the other three? What are the yeah. other three that I put in here? And I had to put in three that I thought were kind of weird and a little suboptimal because I just didn't see anything else that worked. Yeah, so I think, again, the game, the game will change. You will feel less efficient in a way because it's going to be it's going to depend a lot more on dice rolls um i personally have no problem with that but you know i'm i'm a weird animal i, I like rebound no, I'm, you know? that's that that's so. what you know that when i when i was drawn into the game in the first place that was the state of the game at the time exactly I mean, did you just say you like rebound i am i'm a rebound person, sorry episode's yes. over yeah <laughs> we're out of here all right bullshit uh mute this guy <laughs> boo this man <laughs> I just love it, man. man. It reminds wait, me. It reminds wait, me. are you saying boo or boo earns? Boo this boo. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Anyway, no, no, I'll, I'll just, uh, with this with this uh, beautiful uh, departing shot that you gave me, no, I'll just, uh, I'll just, I'll just conclude here. I just think that basically playing Vanguard is both fun and it can be a good kind of preface taste for what's coming. That's my feeling. I mean, maybe I'm wrong and, you know, the next season surprises us, but the, I, I think that we all agree that there's a big difference between the surges in Diarchasm and the surges yeah. in this grave. Oh, 100%. And Max, Absolutely. you, you I, and I, I were talking on the last episode, you were saying that with all the restrictions and everything, Games Workshop might be trying to get us to play more Vanguard. Vanguard's right? good. Is that what you're saying? I, I, no, I, I, really, I really enjoyed that event, um, and I thought that it was like super balanced... You know, I said last time I don't think that there's a boogeyman in 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 uh, season four. I think they did a really good job keeping everything within the season. Um, you know, everything has really great flavor. Um, yes. You know, and uh, the thematically they all make sense, and um, nothing seems overpowered. Nothing seems super underpowered. You could say Ravagers again, but I don't think that's you know necessarily true if you're if you know if you're well practiced at them i think you can do very well with them especially in a vanguard absolutely um, yeah in vanguard you know, they are yeah event i i just i kind of like the idea and it also takes a lot of the you know a lot of the older stuff out of it it, it, it kind of i remember you know i remember when there was only eight you know warbands in the game and it and was being fine like, loved it. i was fine i thought it was great yeah. i thought it was a great flavor and it was already like you know, good variety. It's like I actually get overwhelmed by the fact that there are what like thirty-eight warbands now, or something like that. Yeah, it's a bit too much. Whatever I mean, it the is, problem, it, it makes for a lot of repeats. Also, like there's several warbands that try to do very similar things, and then yeah, uh, yeah. I like, mean, remember you know, like, back back in Shadespire, we actually thought we all played things like Advancing Strike. Yeah, basically, and to the point that it was restricted, right? So yeah, basically, yeah. the the surges that require a kill didn't seem unreasonable to put on your deck right and for the last two seasons it has felt unreasonable right <laughs> because you had things that were way easier and more reliable to, to score um so that's my feeling is that we're you know at least the game designers want to steer the game back to a place where um where dice frankly matter more dice and kills matter more yeah 
And you know what? That's fine with me because the, 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 you know, in retrospect, the game was kind of listening a little bit to starboard, you know, like during, you know, season two and season three. Yes. And I, and just, and I think that if you really just take season four by itself, it's actually a really balanced game. And super fun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Oh, real real quick. I just want to say, real quick, I just want to say, um, you know, back in season one or and in the beginning of season two, we we really hated the the do nothing Stormcast Eternal deck. Yeah. yeah. And you know everybody hated that, but you gotta, you know, now you know years later in retrospect, I'm glad that people experimented with that kind of playstyle because it really let GW know, you know that. The, that that <laughs> you it, well no it it helped them design cards for the future to have. To you know, put more restrictions on things and design yes, the game to, to be more interactive. Yeah. You know, and yes, and yes, put and 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 which uh, which mechanics are incredibly strong and need a stipula- like a second stipulation so that doesn't go like overboard. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think Beastgrave has been a good lesson in um, in uh, again fast bullshit way to reliable surges. And so for the same reason, I think we're not going to see them again. Um, at least not so many of them printed at the same time. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, guys. Um, a lot of times Games Workshop will say to themselves, like, you know, you'll, 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 there'll be a, like a tournament meta, right? That's really cheesy yeah. or annoying. And, you know, you tell Games Workshop about that and they'd be like, why would anyone do that? That's, that's boring. Why would you play like that? And it's like, well, you know, yeah, people, people, people want to, people want to win, you know, people want to play to win. And if there's a way to win, that's really easy and cheesy they're going to do it, you know, whether you like it or not. So yeah. they know now that when they design cards that they have to put little stipulations on there to make sure that they don't, that that doesn't happen anymore. And I feel like that yeah. ever since then, there hasn't been a war band that literally just stands back there and, and, and scores, you know, 18 glory before you can even get to them. Yeah. Tomes was a little bit that, but uh, I think, given what we know about the cycle of playtesting, right and yeah. probably exactly, probably Tomes, by the way, by the time they had printed those cards, um, those those horrible relic spills weren't in the meta yet. So, because these guys are running about a year back, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What, right. Right. Least, with the so. with the way products come out, yeah. Exactly. All right, so uh, Gerard, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, and can't wait to see you. I mean, like, I know that you're 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 going uh, you're going on a trip. You're going back to uh, to Spain yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. It's great. Anybody you want to shout out? Anybody get to do it? Go enjoy that. Yeah. All right. Well, when you get back, like, come to a tournament. Right. We got. We need to throw some dice. Yeah. This this has exactly. to happen. Hundred percent. All right. Uh, no banshee mirror match with for us no, anymore. No. That Not would allowed. be terrible. Yeah. Cool. For Battle for Salvation, this is Max Bernstein. I'm Randall Slate. And we'll see you all next time.